It's a big good afternoon around Australia. You are listening to another Step Outside podcast with Paul Bird, host of Step Outside, as you would have seen on 7, mate. And if you watched the show recently, we did a boat test on the new rig that is involved with our program, the 700 Game Fisher from, of course, Sir Tees. Now, I'm pleased to have Cliff Schick on board. He is the operations manager for Sir Tees over in the beautiful Isles of New Zealand. Hello, mate. How are you going, buddy? Hey, good. Thanks, Paul. Good to be here. Mate, I really appreciate your time. I know, you know, mate, you're under the pump. You've had some massive shows over there recently. Uh, mate, tell me about the recent show that you guys just attended uh, only a, a couple of weeks ago, I'd imagine. Yeah, so we had um, what the, the Hutchwilco Boat Show. Um, and I would I do all the boat shows in Aussie. I sort of spend, well, pre-COVID, um, probably 80 to 85 days a year attending all the Aussie boat shows. And I'd say the Touch Wilco one is right up there, side by side with the Sydney boat show. Wow. Um, we got 21 deposits in four days with a lot of follow-up to do. So it's um, yeah, definitely full steam ahead for, for us here in New Zealand. Um, we've got Aussie dealers. You know, I'm, they're doing the same. They're screaming out for boats. Uh, the, the economy is going great at the moment. Mate, it is. You know, it's um, some areas in the, uh, I guess, in the economy are sort of, you know, slowing down in certain periods. But the outdoor um, and the enthusiasts, a lot of people are becoming outdoor specialists, outdoor or boating enthusiasts, something that they may never have done before because they've travelled overseas or just travelled around Australia but never really you know, decided to visit their own backyard because, you know, 85% of Australia's population live within a 55 kilometre of the ocean. So why wouldn't you get out there in a boat? It's a great idea. Exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Mate, it's all, it's all there. Mate, um, tell me about Sir Tees. How did it come about? Right, so it started back in, oh, as early as uh, 1993. Neil Sir uh, as the originator, he looked around. He wanted to buy a boat, wanted to go fishing. Um, we've got a our local bar called the Fakatani Bar. It's um, it's fairly notorious. It gets some big waves. It's, it's not often calm, um, and nothing on the market suited that Fakatani Bar. So Sir thought, well, um, yeah, bugger it, I'll just do it myself. So he he designed his first boat took his mates out fishing. Uh, he sold that to one of his mates and had to build another one. <laughs> and it's just it's just snowballed from there. Mate, one thing I have noticed is, you know, before I got into the Surtees is I was always told about the, the ride. I, I went up to Northside Marine, which is your Queensland dealer, and, yep. and jumped in in the, uh, the smaller 560 workmate and, and the 495 workmate. We had a look around, went, but it was in the river. It was calm and a boat would go past and you go over the, the, the wake of the boat and it didn't really give me the sensation of what I was told about and that is the smooth ride offshore. It wasn't until, look, the stability and everything like that and getting out of the hole, you know, it, it ticked all those boxes. But the day it went out on a 650 out into Moreton Bay and it was choppy as all shit, right? It was horrible. And, mate, it, there was no slap. There was zero slap, and even though the the the, the bay was was rough, you were getting a, a soft compounding bump on those sharp jagged edges of the waves, where normally a tinny or any boat is going to slap side on, and you know you have to go and see a chiropractor the next week. Yeah, it it it, it lived up to the name, which is why 
it took us, you know, three years to, to turn around and, and get a brand associated with us that we thought would be, you know, a good match made in heaven, which is which is awesome. Mate, um, you've got a whole variety of, of vessels in your lineup. Can you run through a couple for us there, Cliff? Yes, yeah, so we, we basically start at our 495, uh, which, which you say you've been in. Um, we've got a 540, which is a new model we released about four years ago. Uh, 575, 610, 650, 700. 750 and our latest creation we launched at the Hutswalko Boat Show was our new 8 metre. Jesus! Mate, what's the beam on an 8 metre boat? Uh, we've, we've blown the, it's, our 750 beam is 2.5 metres, but 850 is out to 2.7 metres. Oh, uh, gee, that's and, nice. Yeah, just created so much more space. Oh, um, yeah. Man, that's intense. Yeah. Are you running <laughs> twin outboards on that cliff or are you putting an inboard? What's the go? Uh, with the first one, we're doing, uh, we've got a single engine on it, but the next one we're building, um, the guy's requesting twins. Yep. Um, we've got about 12 on order so far, and, you know, we launched it weeks ago. So it's... <laughs> Mate, ha- how's the, uh, anyone in Australia wanting a, a, a Surtees? What, what's the, how long does it take to get a boat? I mean, that's the question they're going to ask. I want one. Yeah. When am I going to get one? It's hard. Um, every dealers have build spots booked in. Most yep. dealers have uh, boats coming through every month. Yeah, cool. Um, the way the economy is at the moment, those are pre-selling before the boats get to the yard. Yeah. Um, but if you do want to get a boat, um, yeah, go on the website, check out our dealers. We've got a dealer in every state except uh, the Northern Territory. Yep. Um, so you talk to your local dealer, and then you know we can custom build a boat to suit your requirements, your fishing needs. I, I tell you what, why don't you? Ha- why, how come you don't have one in the Northern Territory? Can I ask that question? Yeah, well, it's, um, it was really quite. We were selling sort of one or two a year up into the Northern Territory, and yeah. it was they, they were different boats. Um, they wanted rear consoles, so we were doing a lot of custom design work for the Territory. Um, for you know, sort of two to three boats a year. It just wasn't really. Um, yeah, it wasn't viable. I tell you, I tell you what though. I mean, having the the seven hundred that we got there with three hundred and twenty five liters of juice, I got a two fifty yammy on the back with a Hellmaster. This particular rig here is going to push us over four hundred and fifty k. So anyone up there who wants to get out to Melville, um, head down to the Kimberleys, tow the boats on, you know, put her on a on a good trailer, and get down to those areas, you you can basically put yourself into an area that is so remote from so far away from anywhere. And and stay on board comfortably. I mean, that's the sort of rigs that we're talking these days. Having the rear, the, the the console right down the back. That's like your guiding charter boat sort of deal. And I get that. However, this is a different kettle of fish. And we're talking people who are in Australia now who want to get out there and and and, and experience that. So, mate, maybe just maybe we'll start to see a little bit more starting to push up into that neck of the woods, which would be absolutely brilliant, mate. The smaller ones there. That's a, they're a fantastic starter boat, and you can use them in different areas for impoundment fishing and also river fishing and bay fishing. Easy to handle for yourself, those smaller 495s. Yeah, yeah, and there's no limit on it. They are just weather dependent. We've got guys um, that go out. We've got a, a volcano over here, White Highland. Some of you might have heard of it. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, 30 nautical mile out off the Fakhtani coast. Um, we've got guys that, you know, shoot out there, get some kingies, get some craze, um, and, you know, turn around and come back. It's, yeah. They just, the weather, of course. 
Yeah, well, that's it is weather. Weather is a uh, weather's the the biggest thing, and, and I guess having the enclosed cab on your boats allows you to go out into the weather to you know safe anchorages where you uh, can spend a night or two away and easily. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even um, official, you know, through winter, we had four degrees here this morning. Um, you wouldn't want to jump in a console and shoot now. Mate, I was complaining this morning on the sunny Gold Coast. It was fourteen degrees. And I'm thinking, Jesus, who turned the who turned the chilli bin on? What's going on here? <laughs> that's what we get up. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah, that's your maximum. That's your yeah, no. You can yeah. stay, mate. You can have it. You can stay over there, mate. Um, yeah. Your range. You got workmates. You got hard tops. You got center consoles. I mean, and then under all of those sorts, you then break it down into a whole different variety of boats, don't you? Really. I mean, they they're your basic sort of tops, but then you've got those the the the, the whether you're going for a console, or whether you're going for a cuddy cab or an enclosed cab. Yeah, exactly. And also with our 650 range, you can have a long bunk, short bunk, um, so you can still overnight in your 650. Um, we just change the length of the cab that we put on it to be a bit more comfortable up the front. So we try, you know, we, we custom build boats to suit yeah. um, fishermen's needs. Mate, they're made out of uh, what what thickness alley on the plate? Um, the 495 has got uh, four mil hulls, three mil sides. Um, all the way up to the 650, they're a five mil hull, four mil side. 750 and well, 700 and above is a six mil hull and four mil side, um, all backed up by a ten year hull warranty. Yeah, mate, it's gold. Tell me about the the enclosed uh, keel that keeps all that water in there as your ballast system. Tell me, can you run through that for yeah. me? Our, our, our water ballast. I mean, it's it is nothing new. Um, we sort of, you know, everyone says Neil was the first person to invent it, but ships have been doing it for years. You know, you see a ship come in into port and uh, they lift themselves up when they dump all their ballast water out. They go out and they suck it all in and the ship sits down and, you know, it goes through the waves rather than up on top of the waves and bouncing down the other side. True. Um, so that's, that's just a cavity through the centre of the boat and we have got a gate on the back. So if you're shallow beach launching, close the gate, push the boat off the trailer spin the boat around and away you go. Um, open it when you get out to sea. Water comes in the back of the boat. The 495 takes on 180 litres of water. The 750 takes on 540 litres of water. What does the 700 take on there, Cliff? 400. 400. Mate, that's a lot of, that's a lot of ballast because that allows the boat to then sit down into the, uh, into the water. When you're driving, does that allow you to spear through the waves or, you know, carve the wave a bit more if you drop the trim tabs? Yep. Yeah, exactly. You can even hold that water in, um, close that gate, hold the water in, take it with you on a rough, windy, snotty day yeah. so the wind isn't blowing your nice, light aluminium boat around. But then you put it back on the trailer, dump your half a tonne of water out, and you're towing a nice, light boat home. Yeah, wow. And that's and that's that's the benefit of the whole lot there. What about... Your your side combing on the deck is super wide. Now I like that because one, you can sit your bum on it. You can easily stand up to get up on yeah you know, around the roof to get your rods off the holders or anything like that. Why so wide there? What's the benefit of that? I I, I mean I I'm all for it. Yeah yeah I mean it's it's just the angle of the side going out on the angle. A lot of boats have narrow um, narrow gunnels, so when you lean up against the side when you're fishing. Um, you're actually overbalancing. There's no toe room. You know, your toes are behind your knees. True. 
Um, so with our boat, our toes actually fit underneath the shelves. The gunnels are nice thigh height, so you're good, solid, locked in. Um, yes, fighting your pingies, fighting your big fish. <laughs> and that you have a lot and of over at home too. <laughs> Mate, do you yeah. get blue-eyed traveller over at home? Is that something that you get in those areas and, and uh, along with the hard booker? Oh, yeah, we definitely definitely get hard booker. Yeah. Um, we don't get any GT down here. No. Um, it gets no. a bit cold for those. It's a bit cold for them. Bit too, bit too, um, bit too cool. But the hard hooker, because we do a lot of uh, deep water dropping over here. We get a similar fish called the bass groper and the blue eye traveller, the the deep blue eyes. And, yeah, you know, it's an incredible, incredible fishing. But those, the boat there, I know uh, you can do when it comes to the electronic fit out is um, with Garmin in particular. Is you can put a underneath the back of the hard top, you can put a twelve inch unit mounted up top there, and then inside the cab. You can run like a sixteen-inch on the new dash because you guys have recently upgraded your dash systems too. Yes, yes, so we've upgraded our transoms, we've upgraded the dashes. So all of our game fisher models can take uh, up to your sixteen-inch. All of our workmate models can take up to a twelve-inch. Um, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's a perfect yeah. per- perfect okay. perfect commodity as well. What about weight for towing, mate? What what's say a uh, what's a six fifty to a seven fifty? Because seven fifties you can still tow on the road, given they're two point five, uh, you know, legally, uh, mate, without putting signs and and um, or, and uh, obviously flashing lights and all that sort of stuff up, like you'd probably have to do for the uh, for the eight fifty, but or the eight hundred. But mate, tell me about the um, the weight for towing ratio. What are we looking at on the trailer? So your seven fifty, you're around your three point two ton fully loaded with gear, fuel, and 80 litres of water. On your, on your enclosed cab, you can have 80 litres of water and, um, yeah, full of fuel. So just over your three-ton mark. Yeah, nice. Plus trailer? And that, that's including your trailer. That's your boat motor trailer, full of fuel, full of gear. That's what you're dragging down the road. So that's your BMT, which is ideal because a lot of people with no, normal a normal four-drive ute over here, say, you know, whether it's a, you know, the, the, the Sanyong with it, you know, the Muso or a Hilux or anything like that, most of those trucks are taking 3.5 ton and obviously you know yeah, and, yeah. and the land cruisers etc and then you go up from there if you're heading to the ram where you can go much uh, much heavier heavier tow mate um your hull doesn't have um strakes going down the the inside of it um therefore it's a nice deep sharp v that does splice the waves apart when you are going in through a bit of chop Yes, yeah, so we run a variable dead rise. So a larger boat, a 20 degrees at the transom, and then 27 um, up at your front bulkhead. Um, a 50 mil chine, so it's a really narrow chine and no strakes. It, it's, that narrow chine is the difference. When your hand's slapping the water, you hold it flat, you slap the water, yep. or you turn it on your side and cut through the water. Yeah, right. Um, a lot of boats run wide chines for stability. Um, but we run narrow chine for performance and then use the flooding keel for stability. Mate, um, I know one thing, your seats that you put in the Surtees, they're, uh, they're pretty damn comfy, those um, those armchair lounge chair yeah. style ones. <laughs> yes. Yep, we've just, um, we launched them a couple of years ago, a new range of deluxe seating. Um, yep. There's all kinds of different options as well for, for your open cabins. You can have your esky seat or chili bin seat underneath. Yep. Um, the gas suspension. We do a fold away side seat. So there's again, you know, just cut and build it to suit your fishing needs. It's, which is which is cool. Mate, tell me about the tough deck. Yeah, so 
what we have um, is all of our boats, our 495 up to the 8 metre, are all built exactly the same. We have six stringers fully welded to the hull. We don't stitch our boats like a lot of other manufacturers do. Yeah. It's a lot more time to fully weld it, but we need to back that 10-year up with 10-year hull warranty up with a um, indestructible hull. Which... So the six stringers are fully welded, and then we've got gussets running across the boat every 400 millimetres, yep. and then your tread plate formal tread plate floor goes on top of that and that's fully welded off so mm-hmm. yeah, no one's no no one's broken one yet um, <laughs> mate which is a, which is a good i did see one coming off a trailer once i think it was so at one stage i'm not yeah. sure on a boat ramp yeah and a mate and they just went back up put it on the water and went fishing like it's absolutely unbreakable they're brilliant mate the um yeah. w- one thing i did notice uh, as well is the airtight flotation compartments now this is pretty cool when you are out in the ocean, if anyone's worried about, you know, um, you know, you always, you always worry about if you if you bilge pumps spitting out a bit of water every hour, and you're thinking, where the hell is this coming from? Now you got a couple of airtight compartments on this that that keeps the boat up, obviously, uh, which is a, a great safety factor. Yeah, so all of our boats are CE rated, so we send boats into the states and into Europe. Um, it's it is a quite a hard rating to get. Mm. Again, not many boat builders uh, have that rating. Um, so all of our boats have reserved buoyancy. So if for some, you know, unforeseen reason, the boat is swamped, taken by a wave, the boat will not sink. No. Um, through to those, yeah, two positive buoyancy chambers underneath the floors. And you can, uh, when you undo those those bungs at the back, you actually hear the as it yeah, uh, as yeah. the pressure is released. So they're Mate, they're, they're doing the job brilliantly. Exactly. On a hot day, they um, they blow out, but quite often here in NZ, we pull the bung out, let the bung go, and it, it sucks in because, you know, it, it acts as a vacuum because it's so bloody cold. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it blow the froth off a of coffee over here, I'll tell you, it's pretty hard, but it's yeah. all good. <laughs> Mate, um, so the, your shut-off gate, additional stability underway, that's 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 cool. We've, we've discussed that as well. Um, yeah. One thing I do like is, of course, the the amount of grab rails. Now, when you're crossing a bar, I know the Fakatani bar is is pretty gnarly. Um, we have gnarly yeah. bars over here, from your Naruma bar all the way up through central northern New South Wales, southeast Queensland. Is we have these coastal bars that that southeast trade wind that we get pretty much most of the year uh, delivers that swell. Now, if you get a low pressure system deep in the Tasman over near New Zealand, it generally creates a south southeast direction swell up into us. And it can be anywhere from, you know, two metres to, to six metres. Mm-hmm. Those coastal bars cop an absolute flogging, uh, which isn't really cool, of course. And, and one thing is when you go to cross a bar on any boat that I've been on, the thing that you're always bloody looking for is a grab rail. On the Surtees, yeah. you don't have that issue because they're everywhere. Yeah, exactly, and they should be where you drop your hand. Um, yes. We get a lot of, uh, you know, customers come back and give us their feedback, and, you know, they, over the years, why don't you put a handrail here? You know, if we don't have a decent answer, well, it's okay. Yeah, good point. Let's put a handrail there. And when you drop your hands, yeah. everything just, you know, it's just all in place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's a good thing there, Cliff. I know when it comes to, like, if I'm up on the top, and you want to grab onto something to swing up top, to stand on the side gun rail, to get up top there, to get your you know, rods out of the top rocket launchers, is you, you, when you go to put your hand somewhere, there's a, there's a, there's a grab rail. And it's already there. Or, there's already there. Or there's a lip hanging off the top of the, um, of the, the, the back uh, combing 
from the hard top. You can grab onto things, and and that's one thing that I've yeah. I've liked, mate. Um, when it comes to obviously your 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 anchor 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 well, I, I've put on to mine a um, a really good system there when it comes to an anchor winch, electric anchor winch, and it does a job brilliantly. What's your suggestions on those? We used to do a lot of um, your windlass that sat on top of your anchor well and dropped into the anchor well. Um, but we were sort of limited to maximum 100 metres of rope and chain combined due to the fall in the anchor well. Um, but we've teamed up with uh, Melky at Lone Star over in Aussie. He makes a bloody good product. Yeah. Um, we tried just about everybody else first and, you know, kept failing and replacing drums, which isn't, isn't ideal for our customers. Yep. Um, so we've been using Lone Star winches for about four years now, yep. um, and they're, they're just bulletproof. They are really good drum winches, and you know you can take 220 meters of rope and chain on your drum winch. Yeah, we put on uh, the Lone Star into ours, and uh, Malky, what a guy, top bloke. And yeah, when you put on the Dyneema rope, it, it, it's so thin. It's just, it's thinner than your pinky, and I've got sausage figures, so it's yep. thinner than your pinky. <laughs> But at the same time, you can drop it down. I think we've got about 150 or 175 metres on there. Uh, and, yep. and it allows you, like, seriously, you just press a button, down it goes, and up it comes. It's so simple. You don't have to get through the front hatch. Unless if you're fishing super deep water or you need to tie off, you do have the cleat on the front there that you can easily tie your rope off. Otherwise, you can just leave it straight on the drum. But if you're going into a little bit more pressure where the swell is lifting your back and there is that jarring... Yeah, definitely tie it off onto the uh, onto the cleat that you guys weld up. Yeah, exactly. Even overnighting, um, never trust um, anything. Yeah, always tie up to your cleats, and your cleats are right there by the anchor well. Yeah. Um, the side combing of the deck being so wide allows you to put different rod holders on board as well. Uh, there's a pretty good Aussie yeah. invention over here that uh, that's doing uh, doing the rounds, I should say, and um, very versatile. What do you know about those? You is that, is that the three sixty? Yeah, the evolution three sixties. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, ben Brown, one of our brand ambassadors over here, he's just put a full set on his seven fifty. Yep. And he loves them. Um, he's getting a set ordered for his five seven five Pro Fisher, his summer boat. So, yeah, they are they're bloody good. Mate, they are so good. Absolutely. It's Jimmy McQuaid, uh, Far North Queensland. Mate, um, he's got a young fella, uh, his nephew, his name's Gary, does a lot of spearfishing. Mate, these guys, it's all. whenever I talk to Gary, he's always just talking about exploding fish, these Evolution 360s. Yeah. And I had zero clue. I'm thinking, I, I don't understand. Is Are we talking about a fish exploding? I had no idea. Until actually got, <laughs> I actually got, got to, uh, you know, have a look at them and actually, you know, use these things, and they are, are brilliant that you have, you know, a rod holder that is super heavy duty, looks really good. And uh, given the wide combing you have on your on your decks, you can swivel these so you can change the angle. Now, we've been doing a lot of bottom dropping over here using the Shimano Beastmaster 9000 and the Forcemaster 9000, fishing around 1,500 feet of water. And with the Hellmaster on the Yamaha, we can keep the boat direct back behind us. So we can get the both lines out, both sides drop down. But with those rod holders, you can easily just press the button in and change the angle, therefore you're not really concerned about the the braid going into the prop when you're uh, in that automatic yeah. reverse situation. So it really is, mate. It's a whole compliment to everyone who's um, putting all this uh, all of this together, mate. Sleeping quarters. You've got a really good sleeping quarter set up there in your um, half and cutty cabs with the fill-ins. Yeah. So um, our, our smaller boats can sleep. I think it's one point six meters. Then you get up to your six fifty, and then where the one point eight. 
Um, I think you're 700, you're 2.2 or 2.3 metres. Yeah, I don't um, hit my head, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm close to two meters, so I think one ninety six, and I don't hit my head. I'm stoked, mate. It's great. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's um yeah, the same fifty. It's a decent sized bunk because um, you know everyone's overnighting now, going out, mm. enjoying it. Yeah, that's exactly. Bait station, mate. You got a couple of uh, the rod holders on the back there, and five on the bigger bait station, four on the smaller number. Um, but again, fully uh, fully versatile, all welded up. It, it's not coming off. Yeah, exactly. And it's um, our the, the standard bait station that comes with your boat. It's got the ski pole um, mount at the back there that comes standard on every bait station, um, and that's been load tested up to six hundred and fifty kilos. So it's you know everything is just over engineered and built solid and tough. I, I love Aussie boat builders. You know, some of them are great. Some of them. I need to get back to the drawing board, but mate, we 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 put our branding in in trust with the Certees for that reason. Like you said, it's over engineered. It's the thought process yeah. has just been gone. You know, you could see Neil back in the day there, Cliff, where he had the notepad beside his bed, and he'd wake up at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning and go, "I need to do this. I need to," because yeah. it it is. It's over engineered to the point that it's super comfy. I've had a fellow call calling me up by the name of Muhammad, lovely fella. And he's got a 750 on order, and uh, him and I have sort of you know, been talking a fair bit. And I, I was up there at Northside, and we're showing him through my boat, and uh, he's got his coming up. So we're, we're doing these fishing experiences together now, and he 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 can't wait for Christmas. He's like a, a kid in a candy store, and I'm saying, mate, you just you just got to hold off. When this thing comes, you're going to be in your element. So these guys are looking forward to doing overnight trips with even the family because you can put a shower on these as well, yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. We do hot water showers, um, sink, eighty liters of fresh water. So it, mate. The list goes on. You got plenty. You got plenty there, mate. But for more information, people can jump on to certeesboats.com and check out the full range. Of course, now, mate, you got some good ambassadors around the country um, over in New Zealand. Uh, Benny Brown being one, he's good. You got a couple of the big shows over there too, running hot. Yeah, we got um, the boys Scott and Meg from Fishing and Adventure. I think they've started showing um, or screening in Aussie. Last year, I think they're coming back again this year. Correct, um, yeah. they, they do a bloody good job. Um, we've got yourself and Aussie, and we've just um, you're taken on ET as well. He's got a couple of boats. Yeah, it's good, mate. Over there. Yeah, because there's a lot of trust that goes into, into your ambassadors that people go, well, hang on, he's just getting a boat because it's a, he's got a fishing shot or whatever. Well, in our case, I can people know that we spent three years on a jet ski, you know, spending endless hours out in the middle of the ocean targeting, you know, the big yellowfin and the, the marlin and all that in rough elements to the point that now, you know, we can proudly say that um, we're associated, which is awesome. Mate, um, hey, thanks for your time there, Cliff. We're going to let you get going, buddy. You're doing a bit of renovation at home, I believe, eh? I am. Yeah, I've got the Sparkies here. We're putting a new, uh, putting a new kitchen in, so it's, it's all go. Yeah, mate, it's all go. Literally, the old one's gone, the new one's coming. That's good, huh? It is. Yeah, don't tell the boss. I called in sick this morning and I had to stay here and do this. Ah, don't worry, mate. We'll launch this in a couple of weeks. Mate, um, <laughs> look, mate, take, take care, pal. And, uh, of course, when um, that Tasman white stuff all opens up, you know, every time it opens up, it literally lasts for a day because some bugger gets COVID. So, you know, fingers crossed that we can get over there and vice versa to do some fishing for the programs. But, um, mate, look forward to catching up in the not-too-distant future. Awesome. Brilliant. Cheers, Paul. Good Thanks on you, mate. Time, mate. There you go. Thanks very much. There you have it, everybody. Cliff Schick, Operations Manager, of course, of Surtees Boats. And you've been listening to another Step Outside podcast around this magnificent country of ours. And if you are abroad, maybe Europe, America, God for sakes, Hawaii, imagine that. 
pina coladas and palm trees. Jump on to the surtesboats.com website and check it out. And of course, until next time, may your rods bend often. We'll see you soon with another podcast. Take it easy, everyone.